This is Six Pack Chats, Chat 11. Let's go. What you drinking on, homie? Okay, this is a little embarrassing. St. Archer Gold again. Once you get something you like, you get, sometimes you got to stick with it. It's just super light yeah, and low it. carb, and they sell it at QT where I happen to be. What you sipping on? Um, tonight, I'm sipping on Long Boat Brewing Company's Bobber. It's a, it's mm. a, a Missouri lager. Okay. But okay, where's Long Boat? It's out of Columbia, Missouri. Oh, nice. Okay. I was actually going in to look for a different beer that I bought at a different liquor store last night that I drank at all. And get this. It was a six-pack, <laughs> and it was called, like, Genesis Light. And I've one of my favorite beers is Genesis. And so it's the same company, but it's, like, their light beer. And it was, like, a 410 in a six-pack. Dude, this place looks awesome. They don't list their beers. They evidently have a bunch of... Uh, um, they have a full schedule of food trucks that show up at their brewery. Well, so like I had to go, I Googled it and then like down in like, it listed like top results and it says beers. Like, like yeah. there's a tab for beers and I clicked on that. But I got two important questions I'm thinking of right now. I'm looking at this long boat brewing company in their food truck schedule, mm-hmm. a log Log boat, not long log. Okay. Log, not right? Log, log, log boat. Log boat. Yeah, okay. Log. Like I made a boat out of a log. Like a um, true Missouri boy. Yeah. Log boat brewing. Huck Finn. If you could run a uh, food truck, what would you slang out of that food truck? I mean, I want to say tacos, but I'd probably get whooped. Well, there's so many right. taco trucks, right? That's like the the obvious one. Maybe how like you gotta go something like niche, yeah. Like, like deep fried everything, like uh, deep fried uh, desserts. Like kind of like a state fair. The waffle truck is dope. That's over there in Waldo all the time. I'm a fan yeah. of the waffle truck. Maybe you do like um, exotic foods, like alligator and kangaroo. Yeah, like like a deep fried alligator. Tastes like chicken. Or something like or, that. Or you just deep fry chicken and sell it as alligator. <laughs> Bro, that's genius. Cut your cost, right? That one is solid. All right. By the way, let me do some of this proper stuff. Um, this is six pack chats. The idea is we start recording, we crack open the six pack. The episode is over when the six pack is finished. We just bro it up and have a chat. And we're not proper. We just uh Somebody did say it's so broish. Our podcast is so broish. They're like, I hear bros talking all the time. Are we bros? I don't feel like a bro. I feel like I'm an intellect. <laughs> don't bro me, brah. 100%. Okay, here's another question that I read on Twitter today. Would you rather wear a pair of used whitey tighties <laughs> or a used mask? What if the answer is I've done both? <laughs> no, stop it. What do you mean? Stop. I mean, like you've what? used, you've worn somebody else's whitey tighties that had been washed. Like it was, it was like I, I didn't have anything for like on my rugby stuff for like a rugby game. And some guys, like, I got an extra pair that I washed. I'm like, sure. No, <laughs> okay. Okay. But if I'm saying like, 
fresh used. No, no, oh, no. Which one? Which one? Whitey tidies or used mask? Well, Somebody else's. But like, you got to define mask because I've definitely put on someone's Halloween mask after they've used it. No, no, no. Like a COVID mask. And not family? Not family. Um, phew, that's uh, honestly probably underwear. Same. Yeah. I, Here's why. Because I, I guess you can get rid of syphilis and chlamydia. <laughs> well, that's it's just like skin down there. If I'm sharing somebody's mask, that's like open mouth kissing them. Right? Right. That's all just their mouth on your mouth, their breath on your... I can't... No, no, no. I think I mean, What I, if it was like the landlord from Kingpin? <laughs> you know like, ah. that uh that gives me the heebie-jeebies okay hey are you gonna do are you gonna do any daily baseball gosh i don't know man you know i'm a degenerate straight up degenerate gambler we'll talk about that first but let me tell you this you know what bet i do have i put um Four to one. I got four to one odds on George Springer being the first mm. Astros hit by a pitch. When's their first game? Do you know? That's a good question. Let's look it up. So you saw the other day in preseason, the Royals hit the Astros in one game three times. That's just because our pitching's atrocious. <laughs> well, there's that's what they were saying. Now, here's the Astros' first game tomorrow. Seattle in Seattle. So it's one of those super late games. Mm. So George Springer is the lead off. Do you think he'll get hit or he'll be the first Astro? Now here's the thing. The twist is as I was doing research, doesn't look like he was one of the ones that was big time in the scandal. Yeah. But like if you matter, it's a team, right? Right. Wonder, right. If, is there a bet that, he gets hit on the very first pitch. That's a good question. I bet there is. Um, I mean, Vegas will take that. Yeah, they'll bet anything. So I have George Springer as the first Astros to get hit by a pitch. Um, let's see if I can find some would, of I these mean, odds. The only thing that sucks, Props. the only thing that really sucks about this whole, like, no fans and COVID are the yeah. legit signs that would be seen at Astro games. Oh, yeah. you know, that's like true. just ripping them. That's true. Like, cause you know, there's some funny ass people out there, especially baseball fans. Right. I feel like as far as signs go, baseball's the sport that rules it. Right. Oh, totally. Remember when the whole, uh, Hunter, what's his name? Sign thing was going on in like 2015. Uh, it was a hundred pins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pen signs were great. Um, so I can't find initially, like, will it be the first pitch? But man, the, here's the other thing I'd like to find out, although it's a shortened season, what are the over-under odds on how many hit-by-pitch Astro at-bats there are? I wonder if they're going to lead the league in hit-by-pitches. Easy. Steve, Easy. Imagine if you're the Yankees who lost to them to go to the World Series. And Altuve, there's the video where Altuve hits the home run. 
to send the Astros to the World Series off of the Yankees. And as he's around in third base, he's wagging his finger like, don't take my jersey off, grabs his jersey and holds it tight because he was worried that, you know, they were going to rip it off because they think he had some sort of a buzzer under his jersey. No, and he, then he, he said it was just a messed up tattoo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then he ran into the dugout, came back out with a different shirt and celebrated. Well, because so, he wanted his third cousin wanted to try to become a tattoo artist, so he said, "I'll right. give you a Frisco." He didn't. <laughs> I mean, if you're the Yankees, you telling me you aren't throwing at that dude? And if you're the MLB, you're telling me they're not the leadoff game of the season. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about, you need ratings because yeah, guys that's true. Your piss poor performance on the off season. Well, I I saw an article today just now on Twitter that said, you know, this season's going to suck. It was thrown together. It was, you know, it's 60 games. I, I think it kind of be kind of cool. Well, let me ask you this. The Royals, in a full season, had no chance of making the playoffs. Do you give them any better chance to make the playoffs in 60? I say a 7% more chance. Okay, so a little bit. Improved chance. Witness anything from the Royals? It's like just, just give me. You, you tell me there's a chance. Yeah. Dem- yeah. Demer it. So, are you uh, going to play daily fantasy baseball? I think I might. I don't know. Try it. <laughs> like not like big time. Just sure boredom type deal. I will say. I think I'd rather. I'd rather play college football daily fantasy. I think the major league baseball. It is so hard. Oh, you know, high scoring college football daily fantasy would be. It's insane. Because I mean, and you know how many games you have to choose from. Well, and there's legit like quarterbacks that get like 600 yards and five touchdowns, and one receiver who gets 280 yards and three touchdowns. You know. But that's what I'm saying. But baseball is so hard. Well, because you could easily take the the batting leader and he goes 0 for four. Right. You know. Right. It, it's so hard to explain. Like, I help coach my son's baseball team, and I mean, they're like 10, 10 year old boys, and they just still get so like get frustrated, at, like striking out. You know, and we're like, guys, yeah. look, like baseball's really hard. Like, the best players in the world like fail and get rewarded for it. Yeah, and it's so hard yeah, to, so hard to teach like young kids. Like, it's okay to fail. Like, just move how, on. Go to the next one. How many jobs are there where you can fail 70% of the time and still be one of the best in your game? I mean, I can't imagine. Most people I mean, you're fired. Like, right. You don't even pass the grade. Right. So, yeah, it is weird to to tell kids or teach stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the opposite. Like, Oh, I got only like 30%. But that's really good. You know, I don't know, man. I, I definitely don't plan on playing because here's the other thing. I used to play daily fantasy baseball just because it was something to get me through. But listen, football starts in a month. Pro. Football starts in a month and a half. Yeah. Pro football is going to start in a month and a half. Yeah. 
I got season-long fantasies. Look, I'm stepping it up this year. I'm only saying this publicly because I know my wife doesn't listen to this. I'm going to play in a $250 fantasy football league this season. Mm. So I've been on one. I've been doing pretty well with the season-long fantasy is that league going to be like a snake draft or an auction? Yeah, that's you know it's an auction draft. Okay, um, which is interesting I, because I'm I have gonna, not done a lot I'm of those. Let you in a little secret. Just okay. Throw the load at Mahomes. Well, see, so that's the the question. Or or here's what you do, you because you know there's going to be some just hard on guy out there who's I'm going to get Mahomes right. Yes. You can just drive up that price, and now he's screwed for the rest of his team. Right. So here's my plan. I think it's a bunch of Kansas City guys. So I I don't have the full info on it, but here's my plan. I'm going to put up a bunch of Chiefs players. I love the Chiefs. I think they'll run it back, all of that. But when I'm talking about money, I'm going to put up Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek, and let people spend way too much on them. Yeah, totally. And maybe I'm going to get lucky on a McCaffrey. And let me tell you this. Dude, watch out. Here's my here's my sleeper pick. You're going to laugh at me. You're going to hate this. Derek Carr. No, Tom Brady. Dude, look at the receiving core Tom Brady has this year. Right? Or, or maybe you go for one of his receivers. Well, but the problem is he's got Evans, Godwin. He's got Gronk. He's got very limited backfield. He's got a great offensive line. And I heard somebody say this the other day. Look, without a preseason, which the NFL isn't going to have, without a preseason, you got to look to two things. Teams that have been together for a while, right, that haven't gone through a bunch of changes like the Chiefs or a lot of veterans, Tom Brady, Gronk, Tom Brady, for whatever you want, the guy plays under pressure. He's played a ton of seasons, so he's going to be cool in there. He's going to know what to deal, how to deal with um, defenses. I I think Tom Brady is going to go off this season. Look, look at that receiver core. He's going to be super cheap because nobody likes him. So I think he's my sleeper pick of the season. And you probably could steal him like in the six. That's what I mean, right? So imagine taking Tom Brady – and then spending bigly on a Barkley. Maybe I can get McCaffrey and Brady like combined a, for a decent price. Like, a, like Michael Thomas. Right. So I can get somebody in the top 10 knowing that nobody's picking Brady this season. True. Like I, I, I can see that. I mean, don't you think he doesn't – the guy doesn't have to throw the ball – 60 yards in the air. He has to make good reads and throw 15-yard balls that end up going for 40. You know, imagine Tom Brady inside the 20. He's got Gronk, Godwin, and Evans. You're telling me that he can't read a defense? And here's the other thing I heard somebody say without a preseason. Defenses are not going to be ready to be for the hitting and for the speed. You know, the rookies, same thing. Well, and like, I mean, they always say it takes like the, even the first quarter of the season, like the first four games to kind of get your feet underneath you. Because, I mean, the starters don't play in the preseason anyway. Right. You know, it's like 
they're trying to figure out the back end of the roster type shit. Right. And so like now it's going to be like, and like, you got to think about like the chiefs in San Francisco. Well, they play in the super bowl. So they have the, the most reps, the shortest layoff. Yeah. And well, that maybe that's good for them. Yes. You know, like I agree. Well, especially like the chiefs with like everybody coming back. The chiefs have everybody back. They have the shortest break. I think the chiefs are going to be on one quick. And I think the league's going to be chasing them. I will say that I used to be in like a auction league. Yeah. Years ago. And I overspent for Aaron Rodgers two years in a row and it paid off for me. Is that right? Yeah. Like it was like his MVP season and then like a Super Bowl season or something. Well, you know, look, in any other league, I think you're right with Mahomes. I think he he and McCaffrey are so much better than the number twos at their position. Mm-hmm. You know, now Lamar Jackson's amazing, and it depends on what your scoring is in whatever league you're talking about. Uh, but I think the the injury risk with Lamar Jackson is so high. Well, in like kind of you want to like I like like a McCaffrey, they do it through the air and the ground, so it's like they're going to mm-hmm. get their touches. Yes, who's, who's their quarterback this year? Is it Bridgewater? I think so. But you know what? Also, don't sleep on Cam in New England. I agree. Listen, they're going to be a great team, but, hey, and I like Cam, and Cam has taken me to the playoffs before as well, but picking Patriots offensive players is so tough. It's, 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 you know, unless it was Brady or Gronk not even worth it they always have like a wide receiver or i mean a running back core right so they're gonna have two three maybe four running backs that they use and belichick isn't afraid to bench anybody for any dumb reason so i think cam's great and you're right don't sleep on him i think he's a stud uh he's gonna go all kanye on people this year he might he really he he's angry about the way he was treated he's and i think rightly contract. so yeah i think i think rightly so so it'll be interesting man i mean this is the biggest league i've ever played in i've played in like a 50 dollar league for quite some time but this is a you know high money league this is going to be one of those things where i have to pay attention all season long oh right and not like give up if you're like fourth fifth place with like half the season ago i i can't decide if i like auction drafts better i do think it takes a lot of the luck out well right Right. but at the same time at least you have fair shake at everybody not just like oh look at that i get the number one over pick i'm gonna take my homes that's what i mean i think i like auction drafts better because i think that it really benefits people that are doing a lot of research and can do well uh, with those value plays. Totally. Right. Those guys that like a Brady, I'm telling you, watch out for Phillip rivers too. I hate to, because I'm an old guy picking old dudes, but that's, you know, that's like every sports writer for the last 15 years. 
<laughs> oh, watch out! For watch the, out for the old no, veteran. Watch out for the Chargers this year. As always, watch out for the Chargers this year. Yeah, listen, I don't think the Chargers is going to do jack, but I do think fantasy is different, and I do think there's something there. Um, I'm going to do daily and just roll with the Chiefs. Just stack the Chiefs every game, every week. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm definitely going to play daily. Don't get me wrong. I'm in. Um, but I need a strategy. I need to. I need a strategy because you know what I do every let's week? Let's me and you just pay somebody. I'm with it. Buy lineups. Be like, hey, dude, we won't play in your same stuff. Seriously, but what I need to do is figure out a strategy. Am I going to play all the games for the week, Thursday through Monday? Am I going to play the early games only? Am I going to play showdowns? That's part of my problem. I read, I read, I research, but I don't really pick my games correctly. So I'll do some heads up, some Thursday through Monday. I'll do some Sunday early only. And that's just not the way to go. Right. Like I mix, like, I feel like I do better though with the fewer teams playing, you know, like yeah, smaller pool. Like, well, so I really like, and the Millie Maker is this way: it's Sunday only, not even the Sunday night game. It's just the first two slates, and I like that one. I don't know, man. Listen, as a gambler, which I am, not having sports has really messed with me. Well, see, I'm not a huge gambler and probably thank God, like, because <laughs> I have a, like an addictive personality. So, like, I know, like, I just get too into it. But, I mean, I like I live for, like, watching sports. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, so watch, it's been tough all the way around. I mean, I watch, like, rugby on Saturday mornings and, I mean, I'll watch fucking anything. Dude. That's what I'm saying. I uh, I'll gamble on anything, and that's why I love sports. Where are you at on the NBA? You know, uh, um, I can't wait. Just, I mean, I think it'd be fun, competitive. Another daily thing we can do. Didn't you slay it in NBA playoffs? I felt like that was your big deal. I did do very well in NBA playoffs. Like, because like when you get to less players, like, I mean, it's easier kind of to choose from. So what is the deal? I I really have no idea. I love basketball, but I don't know what's up with the NBA. What's the situation? They're getting ready to kick off. Once we get closer to the playoffs, I'm definitely going to need some lineups from you. Well, I mean, that just means a lot of it's throwing darts. That's fine. I'm throwing darts too. Here's speaking of gambling, get this. I'm going to play golf on Sunday. What? I haven't golfed since my oldest child was born, so it's been – over 12 years. You've been top coughing. Mm-hmm. I've been to top golf like four times, but I haven't played on a course in a decade. What do you think's going to happen? Do you think I'm going to get the bug now that my kids are a little bit older and jump, you know, balls deep into this thing? Or am I going to or am I going to go, "Oh yeah, this is why I hate golf." I'm going to go with you. You're going to go with, oh, yeah, this is why I hate golf. But mm-hmm. but you're going to have just a good enough time like because you can drink beers on the golf course and stuff. So it's like, oh, well, I could, I could. 
I don't mind being really shitty because I can drink beers out here. <laughs> well, the fun thing is our tea time is at 840. And my buddy Jeff, who's going, he's like, well, he was like, listen, it's golf. I'm drinking beer. I was like, okay, yes. <laughs> like, oh, no wonder you're my friend. I'm on board. Yeah, we're buddies. So, so I'm looking forward to it. The one thing I love about golf is all the ways you can gamble, which is going to be awkward because I don't know how good these guys are. Should I feel bad if I take a bunch of money off of them? Well, but I haven't played in a decade, so it's not like I'm good. Let me ask you. So did they invite you or did you come up with the idea? It was my idea. It was your idea to go golfing okay. Now it's like hosting a poker game well, and winning it. Well, how many of them own their own set of golf clubs? Uh at least one, but not all. So at least one. So I'm going to say that guy's at least plays on a semi-annual basis. Yeah. Uh, you might have a shot. I mean, maybe he, here's you just get them like really fucked up, like give them shots. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. be like, oh, fireballs yeah. for everybody at eight, first, first tee, and then you don't take one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so when I was at the radio station – um, before the last one I was at, uh, this was before I had a kid. And so we, we were on the air six to 10. So I'd be done at like 10 AM and we'd go golf all day. I didn't have, you know, kids at home. My wife was working so I could go and drink and do my thing out on the golf course, noon to four, get home, go to bed by eight. It was fine if I was cashed out that early because I had to get up and be ready to be on the air at 6 a.m. And then your wife probably had to go happy hour with her, her co-workers and work out. Do whatever. We had no kids. It was great. I was golfing. I was doing my thing. I remember um, I was playing with a guy and I was like, all right, uh, dollar a stroke and, you know, uh, we'll play dollar a stroke and um, we'll just – you know, play the ladies tees. And he gave up by whole seven. He was like, no, man, I can't do this. What are you doing? And I'm not even that good, but something, listen, Steve, I'm, I'm, I'm i uh, I'll shoot a hundred, but if we're gambling, you can take 10 strokes off my score. Wait, you, you shoot a hundred. Are we talking about bowling? No. I'm a bad golfer, I do, like, but if you want to gamble, probably, I would like to go golfing with you. Cause I don't, I'm not very good, but like I get the, that's why golf is so frustrating. Cause it looks so goddamn easy. Okay. Sunday morning, eight 40 par three. We're only playing nine holes. I, I got, my boy has a soccer, Sunday morning. My, he has a soccer game. Wow. Well, what time? Oh, well, hang on. Let me check. We'll be done by. 11, I promise you. And it's probably out by the soccer fields. His game's at 940, damn. Ah! <laughs> it's, a friend, it's a friendly, but I mean, it's like his first game in forever. I get it. I get it. We haven't, yeah, yeah, I get it. And my, wife, another- and my wife works Saturday night, so. Yeah, I get it. So, but I'm starting out easy. I'm. I'm playing par three, nine holes, 
I'll be done early. It'll take an hour and a half, probably. You know what we need to start gambling on is yes. The, Tell me. So when I was used to bartend, I'd always somehow get like this, which was like my favorite shift to do. It was like it was like Saturday morning, kind of like I'd come in. I wouldn't open. We'd have this older man, like old guy, open, and then. I would come in like, you know, right before like lunch. Yes. And he only served like his six people that came in. He was an interesting guy. Like AT like stories he would tell us and he took me to the woodlands and shit and like Nice. But like he was like a corrupt ATF agent. Like just What? Yeah, just interesting stuff. And, but what he got me really hooked on was like, so Saturdays, like late mornings, early afternoon, they had to do a lot of horse racing on ESPN, like tons of races, right? Or like NBC sports, whatever it was, tons of races. And all we would do is each race, we take turns saying, all right, be $1 a race and you either pick evens or odds, like the horse numbers. (laughs) And we'd sit there for hours, just all right. I got dollar and odds, and like love it. And it, like it, like the guy is just really like me into horse racing, you know. I love it, right? And so it's I like, love it. I was in I was in Vegas one time, and I was in a bad way, and we were staying at the Hard Rock because, well, from uh, episode nine, I think JD, it was his bachelor party or something. And we were staying at the Hard Rock, and and I was running out of time, and we were waiting on our plane. And I think I broke even on horse or dog races syndicated on the TV screen. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. They were, I mean, they were probably happening over in, like, Istanbul. Yeah, 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 wherever they were happening. Yeah. Here's... Here's you want to get into some degenerate stuff. Um, by the way, I have I stayed at the Hard Rock once in my life. Oh, it was awful. Oh no, uh, quite the opposite. Um, it was for like a bachelor party, and my buddy just turned twenty one and decided to get married. One of the craziest, just like four day spans of my life. Not Dude. gonna like. Long story short, I was up. I I literally went there with like four hundred dollars in my name. I was twenty one years old. I was up like thirty five hundred dollars within like two hours. I was there, just like I literally got the plane drunk. There might have been drugs involved, you know. Just bachelor, (laughs) you're single. Yeah, and and I came home with. $150 $150 to my name. Wow. But which is awesome. But a lot of that was spent on like just straight partying. <laughs> I wondered what you were going to say. Like, no, like, I mean, I think like, so me and the best man were playing, um, war drinking war and the play out the plane out there. And it was my buddy's brother. So like I, I've known him my whole life. We're just playing drinking war. What do you know? The first fucking station I see like walking into the hard rock was a game of war. And I was <laughs> kicking his butt on the plane. So I was like, why not? 
ride it out. And I won like a thousand bucks, like within 10 minutes playing wow. war. And it was kind of like one of those weekends, right? And like everything went my way. And I just kept just whatever. You only live once. That's amazing. I, Listen, I'll tell you the real stories offline. Okay. <laughs> so my wife and I, I can't remember if we had had kids or not, but we stayed at the Hard Rock one time and I was too old and did not have enough tattoos to be staying at the Hard Rock. Oh, That's a young cool man's area. name. Yo, dude, what are we doing? Now, I will say my buddy Toby and I um, would play blackjack. We played at the swim up blackjack at the pool. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a blackjack mm-hmm. where you can swim up and Toby and I were like you and I, dude, we're down for it and we do that thing. So we wherever uh, the day you know, takes you, right? One hundred percent. But the thing about Toby and I is he was the one that got me into poker. He, you know, rounders and mm-hmm. uh, boiler yeah, room and all that stuff. So what we would do is Toby and I on blackjack will split tens versus a six, right? That's why I like sitting at a blackjack table myself. Look, if I'm going to stay on a five versus a six, why wouldn't I split my tens and stay on two fives? Right. And dealers hate when you do this, but Toby and I, we're splitting tens. We're doubling down on anything. We're, we had, like you, up two grand, you know, to up thousands of dollars on five, ten, twenty-five dollar blackjack and just had a great time, man. And, but I was clearly too old to, and not cool enough to be at the hard rock in Vegas. Oh, well, I was like 21 and yeah, no, that I was old. Like I was 29 just like and too old. The amount of partying we were doing, me and another buddy of mine were like, where do we get tattoos? Wow. And I don't think we had slept right. Like, like <laughs> there's many strip clubs and like it was, the night was just unreal. Like movie, like you'd think you're in a movie, right? And we were so like messed up by the time we wanted to go get <laughs> tattoos that yes. we couldn't even find a tattoo parlor in Vegas. <laughs> and we ended up in some like sub shop, like gas station, like to the point, like the person, the clerk was like, yeah, I think you guys are in the wrong part of town. I'm going to call you a cab right now. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know where we walked. Like, we just started, we were like, we're going to get tattoos. We just started walking. We didn't even find a tattoo. Y'all are lost. Yeah. We didn't even find out in Vegas. We didn't find a tattoo parlor. It's like, how how is that possible? (laughs) You know? Yes, I do know. 100%. Okay. How about this for some degenerate gambling? You ready for this? I'm looking at um, betonline.ag. And because I'm on my third already, um, let's get into some of this. U.S. politics, vice president on the Democratic ticket. You can gamble on this. Oh, yeah, I get it. Uh, Kamala Harris is the favorite at 125. Susan Rice at 250. Tammy Duckworth at 450. Val Demings, 800. Get this, Michelle Obama, plus 1,600. Barack Obama plus six thousand. Can is that legal for a president 
a past president to run as a vice it president? It must be, or they wouldn't even take the bet on it, right? How crazy would that be? Oh, it'd be over because instantly. Because you know how they, they keep saying, like, they pun it, like, Biden's losing it mentally, all this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they came out and like, uh, I'm going to have Obama be my vice. Like, oh. knowing I might not make it through this. It'd be over instantly. It wouldn't even be close. But I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's come out and said that it's, he wants a female. Yeah, of color, I believe, is what he said. Yeah. Who are you taking there? You taking the the easy, the the front runner? I would take Harris or maybe the Duckworth lady. Yeah, she's interesting. Maybe right? just because she's a vet, like a wounded veteran, and yeah. she has okay. like life life lessons. So Joe Biden, specifically on this sports book, is a favorite to win. This is crazy. Joe Biden minus one eighty five. Donald Trump plus one fifty five. And then next, Hillary Clinton plus two twenty five hundred. Mark Cuban plus thirty thousand. It's so tempting to put a hundred dollars on Cuban. How would that work? He could run as a third party. The that's the thing with Kanye. You know. He's not on any ballots. You have to, you have to notify these state election boards, right? You just can't pop up. I don't, right? I don't think you can get on ballots when you're having like a manic depressive like episode. Well, uh, I think you can. Well, I'm, I'm least uh, one good thing yes. that Kanye is yes. bringing a very big spotlight to mental health issues. So listen, though, it's kind of a good thing. Let's drop down to Kansas. Let's see what the Kansas. Um, so Republican minus 1000 to win. And so Donald Trump is essentially minus a thousand in Kansas. You have to bet a thousand dollars to win a hundred. Fuck. That's no, no, thank you. I don't know, man. I almost want to take the other side. We have a Democratic governor. You think if I bet a hundred dollars to win seven hundred, you think Trump blows it in Kansas? So you had to bet a hundred dollars. Wait, I thought you. Had- yeah, you got to. You bet a hundred to win seven on Trump. No, on a Democrat. Yeah, I'd go with that. Right. That's interesting. Well, that I, I also I honestly believe it, it. It's just going to be a land like people are just going to go in there and mark Democrat and walk out. So, what do you? What state do you think, according to this sports book, is most Republican? Um, Texas. I doubt it. Let me see. I'm gonna either, I'm gonna either no, not even close. All right. It's going to be like Alabama or Mississippi. Yeah, it's going to be something like that. Louisiana, right? Maybe something like that. Um, I will tell you, Wyoming is minus 2,500 Republican. Nebraska is minus 2,000. So those are by far the two locked up states. 
Alabama minus 2,500, just like Wyoming. So it's Alabama, Wyoming, and Nebraska, the reddest states, according to the sports book. Yeah, like, I mean, like farm states and ranchers and. Sure. Which is weird, though, because, listen, especially for Kansas, and that's why I kind of like Kansas's chance. Kansas is a blue state, right? Yeah. I mean, they were a, an abolitionist state back in the day. Right. I mean, but, like, those parties both flipped back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all, but, it, listen, farmers were liberals, right? And they they definitely, look, when you're talking about, um, you know, what is liberal, anti-slavery is liberal. Oh, right. You know, and that's why I think Kansas has a strong thread that way. Like, like a Lawrence. And, yeah, oh, one, yes, yes, and Johnson County. That most, you know, Overland Park. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think. Conservatives out there. Yeah, unfortunately. Chick came to my door. She was trying to put a Republican sign in my yard. You said, what's that? I was like, I don't know. I think you're barking up the wrong tree. Well. You know, but I'm, did, but I'm two cans. It's nice. Did, wait, did you like, was it like a candidate? Yes. Did you like grill her on like the positions, like the candidates? Well, positions? she she wouldn't say it, right? She didn't say because she didn't know and, because she just paid to go put signs up. <laughs> it was the actual candidate. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but on some level, I'm like, dude, I'm trying to eat with my family. I'm not trying to hear your politician reasoning for whatever. I'm not your guy. You know what I mean? Well, the best is like, like, especially like listening to some like sports talk radio in the morning, like, or like every once in a while, all like the Kansas city area Republicans that are put ads up there. They're like, I'm going to join Trump and try to drain this swamp. Like, what? Like the swamp's worse. Like you're, <laughs> right. you're trying to like, tell me you're going to help you. You're going to, back Trump and drain them. Like he just made it worse. I will say, man, it's just like when a religious door knockers come, right? Like you're barking up the wrong tree fam. Right. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. Right. I will, but I'll happily engage you in a conversation. Yes. My wife's always like, Oh God, you know, because I'll come out and we'll talk about some Bible, you know, and I'm and not. I'm like. like I'm not going to bash him. I'm just like. No. I'm gonna uh, let's talk point. about somebody that's passionate. They're obviously knocking on my door. You want to have a conversation? Let's chit chat. Right. Totally. Uh, and I, and like a lot of times, even if I agree with somebody, I might. A lot of times, I'll pull the devil's advocate. Yes. Just to see, like, I agree with you, but like, I want to know, like sell me on how like yeah you know what i'm saying and a lot of times it's like convince me that i'm right if i agree with you right if i agree with you then i'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you just to test my own reasoning yeah exactly totally okay okay so as i'm down to the to the end of the the six pack here i think you might have mentioned this show on a previous episode maybe not 
Uh, you've been at the lake. I know you and your kid, you like to fish a lot. So I got to ask you, have you seen the show alone? <sighs> you kidding me, bro? Are you serious? Here, here comes those brews. Uh, no. Yeah. I've watched you. I cannot find season one anywhere. Right. But I've seen. Don't spoil any of them. No, me. I've seen every single one. Every single like season so far. That you can find like, so I know the newest season is full on Hulu. Yeah. I like, I'm caught up. I'm it's tonight. Okay. So, so then like, it's, it's on, like, it's on right now. Okay. So season three is full on. No season eight is on Netflix. No, you can season three. I'm pretty sure on Netflix, you can get like season three, four five and six. See, I think you may be backwards, but I'm not sure. Because I, all so, I know is I started watching very first season I watched was six. Because, like, this Joe Rogan had the winner on his podcast. Oh. And, like, that dude's life, like, his name's, like, Jordan some. You oh, look, is that the guy that got the moose? Yeah. like I think that's season eight. No, no, it's like six. Trust me. Okay, okay. And it's like so. Just listening to that guy talk like about his life, like if you go listen to that, I mean the shit that guy has been through and just like lived. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna watch like, and after he said like, told me like the show, I'm like, I'm gonna go watch that right, and it's the most like. It's pretty like fascinating, just like watching. It's amazing watching people's mental states and like how like they transform and. No, it's so amazing. I'm all cut up on the new season. Okay, As, so what we'll have to do is maybe on a future episode talk about it. How long could you live as a survivalist if you were on the show alone? How long do you think you could make it? What's your over under? Are we getting put like in the? Arctic, like we're there, like with bears or Patagonia, whatever season three was. Pick any of those locations. What's your over under? How long do you give me to like train with like a bow and shit? Like I'm, the, <laughs> I'll give you a, a month. Um, I I could say I can last fourteen days. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, as long as it's like good weather when you can fish, right? Yeah. Like, like I need to be able to fish. Cause I don't know, like me taking it down like a bear. You fish quite a lot. And I know your kid likes to fish. Do you know how to properly clean a fish? I haven't done it in a while, but I do. Like, I mean, I, like growing up, I learned how to do it, but I haven't done it in a long time, but I'm sure if it came down to that situation, I could do it. I'm a pretty big visual learner. So if I can watch somebody do something like a couple times, like I can kind of like in my mind picture it. And so I can make like a puzzle out of it, you know, like how they build shelters and stuff. Like I could figure it out. I honestly think if you put me on the show alone, I could make it 17, 18 hours. Well, part of it's like, I mean, you gotta fucking like I don't know how they get through the night, like with wolves and shit. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I was looking at the list of stuff you could take. And one of the things you can take is um 
two pounds of gorp, which is like granola and M&Ms. I'm telling you, episode one of that show would be like, oh, he's been here for four hours. Me finishing off that bag of gorp <laughs> and just going, all right, still hungry. See, I didn't even. I couldn't do it. I didn't even know they could take that. Like, I knew they take some kind of rations. Like, but it's like this new season. Like, there's some fucking badass people on it. I'm trying to research it online without getting spoilers, right? Because I watched all of whatever the season that Jordan was on. I watched all of that. I haven't listened to the Joe Rogan episode, but then I started going back and started watching whatever was on Hulu, season three season four. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm trying to search it and see what the rules are and what they can take and what their 10 items are. And I know that, like Gorp was one of them. You can also take, um, what was the, like some protein bar type thing. Well, I know on, uh, so one of the seasons it's like a duo, like two people stop. There's a couple and one of the items they chose out of their 10 was, a bar of soap. What? Yeah, because why? Like, uh, I mean, I kind of get it. It's like a mental thing for being like, like if you watch, like if you watch the seasons, a lot of it's like people feel really nice after they're they kind of done like a cleaning, like a shower, or like a bathing situation. Yeah. So it's like to help keep your body refreshed and like cleaning your body and helps keep off like bacteria. One of the seasons I just watched this chick made a sauna in the middle of the Patagonia jungle. It's insane. Oh, like some of like those, like their shelters they build. They're insane. I'm just like, dude, I could like, I could live in that place for a while. 100%. Like just building that shit. I just don't know. Like I saw the guy the other, in the last episode I watched gets the fish, cuts it open. And he's like, Oh look, a bunch of eggs slurps it down. Nah, man. No. Missed me with it. Let's try to find this season's. There's this like Ronald guy. You talk about fucking like a kill and just like slurping like blood out of a vein of animal. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, no. Like, oh, I'm one, like it, nuts. No. Okay. Uh, let me get through all these seasons and we'll have a future episode. Let's start hunting down people from uh, the alone. Yeah, dude. I'd love Seriously. to talk to this guy. Let's get some of these people on. It'd be amazing. All right. Well, I'm done. I started too early and we're ending too late. Uh, it was awesome. I can't wait to talk to you more about Alone, and I hope to golf with you soon. And also, please send me your DFS MLB lineups ASAP. Will do. It's going to be Royals just hardcore because I think they're just mentally playing with people from, like, the summer games. We're going to lose the shit out of games, but we're going to come out swinging. Stack the Royals is the word from Steve. All right, bro. Uh, Another good episode. Appreciate you. Cheers. I appreciate it, dude.